0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk
1: Parents and children attending schools with additional needs are suffering from long commuting times to get to the school and in many cases it's often due to little or no services in in their local areas Emma is with us on the line today Emma how is the um, well first of all what's what's your
2: story Emma Hi, hi, Andrea. How are you? Um, yeah, so, uh, good, good, thank you. Um, I have a daughter who um, attends a school in uh, Cork currently, but we live in Flanakilty. So she has to commute over an hour uh, up and over an hour back every day to get to school. Um, it's a special school. Uh, my daughter uh, is autistic and the mainstream setting uh, with the units attached wasn't working for her. So we had to look for a different type of school and our only options were Cork.
1: So Clonakilty.
2: Mhm. Yeah, to Cork. Um which has been, you know, very tricky the commute itself is um very overstimulating. Um it's a long day her after school activities swimming, drama, dancing have all had to stop because she wasn't making them back in time and if she did get back in time, again she was overstimulated and it just it wasn't the right time to go into that environment for her. Um, so therefore they're losing all their social social aspects of their community and being at home. So it's bad enough that they have to leave the community and travel to go to school. It's also taking away another side of of um, socialising for them as well, which is which is so important. Yeah, what age is your daughter Emma? She is just turned ten. Okay, so and she went to no, go on ahead. Yeah, no, she she was in mainstream obviously from um, from starting school with a unit attached to it, um, but it just it wasn't the right setting for her. So while um, us parents on this campaign appreciate that there's many children that this that type of system does work for, there's loads and loads of children that it doesn't work for. And those children are being left behind. And those children are in environments that aren't suitable for them and that they're not gonna reach the full potential mm. that they could reach.
1: Do you see a change, um, Emma, in your in your daughter since since she's moved to the new school? Because oh, of the uh, the, yeah. the journey time there and back?
2: Yeah. Like it's 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 a hard one because the journey is so tough for her um but but the school environment and the way that they do things is so different and it's so suited to her you know her brain is much more understood where she currently is um she's able to access things that she wasn't able to access in other settings um yeah and i suppose just the the knowledge the understanding the education around um children with with neurodiverse brains um is is much better. Is
1: there anywhere else in closer proximity to you? No,
2: absolutely not. So it's, not just, at it's all. no um, other services like, available. Yeah, like my daughter is 10 and I know children much younger than her who are now doing this commute from Clonakilty as well, up to the same school. Um, so it's, there's just nothing, there's nothing mm. in the West Cork area. It is geographically huge. And they're now building a new special school in Rochestown, they tell us. And they're just not understanding that we're, we're that's still Cork City. We're, <laughs> we're in West Cork, you know, okay. and further afield, you know, further than Clonakilty. And um, when my daughter was on a bus, there was a child coming over 40 minutes before she got to Clonakilty to go to the school that they're now right. going to.
1: So uh, do you, is your, is, does your daughter, she gets a, um, a bus over and back, Emma does she or do you have, do you bring her over?
2: No, she used to so oh, like this is the <laughs> this is the problem that getting the transport not only finding a school so far away and having to tackle all that the they, the the transport system is a nightmare as well an absolute nightmare to try and get your child then transported. Um, I have a smaller child too, so that it would be impossible for me to drop her up and back. And obviously, you'd be driving to Cork, dropping your child off, driving back, driving back up again. Like it, it would, it's just crazy. But what, uh, what my daughter did was got a bus at first, but unfortunately for her, that bus was just too uh, too overstimulating. She was unregulated by the time she got to school, so um, she would have difficulties with people being too close to her, with germs, and she would have bad phobias around that area. So being in a bus environment for her was very hard. So what we did was we applied for individual transport, which means the child travels on their own. And to do that, she then had to leave school for we were at home for nearly three months of homeschooling and of um, trying to fight and fight for the individual transport. And eventually, Mm -hmm. after nearly three months of being at home, we were lucky enough to get that transport for her now so now she can calmly travel to school but the fight that we had to put up for it is is ridiculous you know it is bad enough that our children have to travel that far it shouldn't be a fight to actually get them the transport to get them there
1: Okay, Sarah's with us as well Emma Sarah what's your experience? Hi um, well our experience is do you know it sounds very
3: similar Um, so we live between Clannacilty and Dunmanway and my son gets on his bus at half seven in the morning. Um and then he has two hours on the bus before but by the time all the stops are done to collect the other kids. So he gets on at half seven. He's at school about twenty past nine. he must
1: be exhausted um, by the time he gets into school.
3: Well, you know, he's a bad sleeper as it is, so he's he could be up anywhere from three or four o'clock in the morning. So Then he's falling asleep on the bus, um, and just disrupts our whole day then. We're just in a vicious Mm. cycle at the moment of him going to sleep on the bus, coming home, actually, that's an issue. Um, So then he has a day in school, and by the time he gets on the bus, about maybe 10 to 3 in the evening, or that kind of way, and he's home about 20 to 5.
1: And again, you're obviously then in the same area to um, to Emma there, Sarah. So for for you, yeah, we
3: I, we're not far from each other, I'd imagine. Um, but my son doesn't have autism. He has uh, Pitt Hopkins syndrome is the name of his syndrome. So he has a severe intellectual disability. So he actually doesn't fit into any of the ASD classes because he doesn't have an autism diagnosis. So. You know, he he can't go to an autism unit in our locality. He can't be part of our locality at all. So we knew our only option was to go to the city.
1: And again, it's the it's the it's the long the long commute. Like Ray, Ray is joining us as well, Sarah and Emma. Ray, how long is your commute?
0: Oh hi Andrea. So our son Max, he's six. He's nonverbal and he he's diagnosed with autism, and he would have a similar commute. Um, from Clonakilty up to Cork City. Our son um, goes to a special school in, in, in north of Cork. The commute could be oh, anywhere between an hour or 20 minutes to to more, and that's just one way. So he has that again on the way back. The problem we have is, um, now our son has come a long way. You know, uh, My wife and I and, and our wider family have helped regulate him an awful lot to the point that he does sleep through a night, but some nights then he mightn't. And it's it's not that easy uh, to get him prepared for a particular um, time slot so early in the morning for such a long commute. It could be times that he could be anxious for whatever reason. Unfortunately, he has, he's not verbal that he can't tell us. Um, the drive in itself itself, uh, I mean, any one of us would be tired after an hour and a half drive and for a six-year-old, and he's been doing this since before he was six. So when he gets... Into school, uh, like he is exhausted to some degree. Some of his energy is taken from him. The his uh, teachers are tremendous. They they learn bits and and they're really personally invested in him as they are with all the children. Um, but it would have an impact in terms of how much he can regulate himself to the um, uh, to the course of of the day. Um another main concern would just be the long-term health impact it would have just because he sat in the car for so long. And then if he's distressed because of traffic, so uh, it could be bad. They could be stopped without moving. There's so many roadworks. Not by the time he gets to school, he could be so upset and then they have to try to regulate him down. And if they can't, then they'd have to call us, of course, and that's an hour and a half before we could even get there. So um, it is problematic. You know, it's certainly, yeah, it's a long-term problem, fortunately. Um, our our main goal, the wider campaign, um, that um, Emma and Sarah and other parents as well, is to try to get um, a special school set up in um, the west of Cork. Are
1: there plans it, to do that, figures, right?
0: Currently not, no. I mean, the parents and the various groups and politicians, um, we've had McCollin, Holly Kearns has been very good, so to us. Tom, Tim Lombard and um, so the, politicians they, they, are politicians the politicians are aware of it right. yeah okay they 100% there and they do want to help because they deal with parents you know uh, it's just unfortunately the system doesn't <laughs> deal with Yeah, parents. and what they about
1: like parents. in terms of because between yourself and, and Emma and Sarah and the diff- different locations and I see other texts coming in from other parents as well in, in parts like Sarah how do you pick or where is the right location for the school in my score.
3: um Well, I suppose we, it, it, it's, it's just a, it's a game of look, really, if you ask me. Um, I mean, we had his name down in a couple of different schools and the Sino, the Special Education Needs Officer, rang me one day and said, have you got it in writing that he has a severe intellectual disability? And I said, yeah, of course I do. And she said, then I have a place for him. But she said, if you don't grab it now, I can't guarantee that you'll get another place this year. So I, I I had no option, really. I just had to go for it. Um and, and like I uh, don't get me wrong, we're so lucky we have a place and he's in school because I know there's children not in school mm. but you know, like this uh, just just before this this call, I just got a call from the school to say the bus escort is sick, you'll have to come for him this evening. You know like that that's it now, I have to think about right, well I need to get the dinner on because in Dinner is so important to him that like routine. So now I have to try and figure out all of that before I can leave the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have an hour, just over an hour now of journey to go and collect him. My other boys coming off the bus. I have two small kids at home. It's it's just it's a nightmare. What's your message? Nightmare.
1: What's your message, Sarah, to the minister, if the minister is listening today?
3: Have we just. just All we want is for our children to have their education locally uh, to be part of the the local community. Like, we don't want it on our doorstep. I don't expect to just go five minutes down the road and have it. But if you knew it was within, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from you, that'd be fantastic. Uh, You know, just so that our children, they're not leaving the house in the dark. They're not coming home in the dark. And and basically that they can just still be involved in their own community in West Cork. I think that's the main thing.
1: I see other messages coming in from, from parents as well In uh, they just say they're in other parts of the country not in Cork listening to um, your listener stories today we find ourselves in a very similar situation with the long commute my child is absolutely exhausted by the time they get to and home from school each day surely somebody must be looking at an overall map of the country and a plan uh, for this Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's many other people affected by this
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan